Welcome back to the Commemorate podcast, a series dedicated to highlighting pioneers from our collective history. Some you may know, some you may not. What's important is keeping their memories alive. So, spread their stories, their achievements, and share this knowledge with your friends. In this episode, we shine a light on Charlie Frank Pride. Pride was an American singer, guitarist, businessman, and professional baseball player. However, he is mainly remembered as country music's first black superstar. His singing career stretched over three decades and saw him as RCA Records' second best-selling performer of all time. He ended his career with one quadruple platinum album, four platinum albums, 31 gold, 52 top tens, 30 number ones, and over 70 million records sold. Pride was born on the 18th of March 1934 in Sledge, Mississippi, the fourth of 11 children to Tessie and Mac Pride. His parents were poor tenant farmers, and the family lived in a three-room tin and cracked wood shotgun house. Therefore, it was no surprise that he started working at a young age picking peanuts, corn, and cotton. Despite the hardship during that time, aged just six, his father inadvertently fostered Pride's love of music regularly, listening to his favorite radio show, the legendary Grand Ole Opry Broadcasts. Pride would walk around the house singing, among others, Hank Williams songs, a hero he would later go on to record an album of tribute songs to. One of his neighbors even nicknamed him Mockingbird due to his daily renditions of favorite country singers. By 14, Pride had saved enough money to buy himself a Silverstone guitar. He taught himself to play and always carried his instrument with him, regularly entering talent contests. Despite this love of music, at 16 he was noticed as an accomplished baseball player. So during the 1950s, he started a career in baseball, in what were then termed the Negro Leagues. While he played for the Memphis Red Sox, an elbow injury weakened his abilities, eventually leading him to be traded to a minor league team for a used bus. This was despite him being crowned All-Star in 1956 and 1957. Despite the injury, he kept his dreams of a professional career alive, even after being drafted into the U.S. Army in 1956. That same year, he played for Fort Carson's team, enabling them to win the All-Army Championship. But at the same time, he kept up his singing, regularly performing in the officers' club. He also met his wife, Rosine, while playing baseball, marrying in 1956 while he was on leave from Army basic training. They went on to have three children. Upon his discharge in 1958, Pride returned to the Red Sox, later having tryouts for teams such as the New York Mets in 1962. The then Mets manager had a problem with a black man singing country music, which led Pride to send him a telegram explaining, I'm not a black man singing white man music. I'm an American singing American music. In the same year, he visited Sun Studios to record a professional demo. Sadly, the recording was unsuccessful, not helped by the track being a poor cover of an earlier song and the fact that Pride had yet to fully discover his unique, rich, baritone voice. So despite this early foray into music, in 1960, Pride took up construction work where the team manager arranged shifts, 
so that they could run their own baseball team. Fortunately, during this time, his voice had matured and was again being noticed, with pride paid to sing before each game. Such was his voice, this actually increased attendance and led to more singing work at company picnics, nightclubs, and starting out with a progressive four-piece band called the Nighthawks. In 1962, Pride was introduced to a number of country singers such as Red Foley and invited to perform during one of their shows. He continued to work long hours between both careers until his first big musical break arrived. Encouraged by other singers, Pride was advised to head to Cedarwood Publishing in Nashville. In a stroke of good luck, he arrived at the time when they were looking for a black country singer. Pride was asked to record a couple of songs on the same day and was promptly given a management contract. Despite this, he encountered significant resistance and it was not until 1965 that things progressed. Pride was asked to record a few songs, one being his first single. The following year, this demo tape was heard by legendary guitarist Chet Atkins at RCA Records. RCA immediately signed Pride, and Atkins went on to spearhead a promotional campaign that challenged the racial issues seen in 1960s America. In the same year, he released his first single entitled The Snakes Crawl at Night. At the time, his picture was not supplied to the radio stations, and he was promoted only as Country Charlie Pride. But Pride does not believe that this was due to racism, or, as he put it, people didn't care if I was pink. RCA signed me. They knew I was coloured. Even so, it was not until his third single, Just Between You and Me, that he finally achieved success with the song reaching number nine in 1967. Only then did Pride quit his smelting job. This song brought Pride to everyone's attention, leading to a Grammy Award in the following year. Pride would go on to win two other Grammys during his career and be nominated for 13 in total. The success also afforded him with his first major show at the Olympia Stadium in Detroit. However, as the single had lacked biographical information, most of the 10,000-strong country fans who attended did not know that Pride was black. But ever the professional, he noted they may be surprised someone with, as he put it, a permanent suntan was singing country. But that was the way it is. The superiority of his voice won the audience over, eventually leading to multiple success with his country-slash-pop crossover style that became known as Countrypolitan. In 1967, he also became the first black performer to appear at the Grand Ole Opry since founding member D. Ford Bailey had last appeared in 1941. In the same year, due to the ever-growing success of his music career, Pride moved to Montana to be closer to an airport. Two years later, he and his family moved to Texas. In an interview, Pride commented on the racism he found in Montana, for instance being refused restaurant service. He even commented that while living there, he stood out like a neon. While he was later accepted into the community, this does not excuse the behavior his family endured. In 1970, Pride released his biggest ever hit, Kiss an Angel Good Morning, which stayed at number one in the country chart for five weeks and sold over a million copies. Unsurprisingly, it became his signature tune. 
While racism remained pervasive, the majority of white country singers embraced him for his talent, ignoring instructions not to embrace him when he won his awards. For the rest of the 1970s, he brought out multiple hits, winning Entertainer of the Year in 1971 and Favorite Country Album and Favorite Country Male Artist in 1973. He would go on to win these and other titles several times during the 1970s. In 1976, during the height of the Irish Troubles, Pride played in Belfast with his song Crystal Chandeliers, subsequently being released in the UK and Ireland. It was adopted by both sides of the conflict as a unity song, and Pride was seen as a hero for having defied the touring ban that many other musicians had adopted. During the 1980s, Pride was chosen to sing the national anthem at such prestigious events as the World Series and Super Bowl. He'd also diversified his interests into banking, broadcasting, real estate and owning a music publishing company. On the 1st of May 1993, Pride finally became a member of the prestigious Grand Ole Opry, a one-hour radio-based barn dance started in 1925 of which membership remains a crowning achievement for any country singer. Pride made it clear this 26-year gap since first playing was purely economical, as the invite to join had stood since he first played with them. Despite that, he remained one of only three African-American members. The following year, he was honored by the Academy of Country Music with their prestigious Pioneer Award. In 2000, Pride was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Pride was drafted by the Texas Rangers in 2008 in recognition of his on-field achievements. Pride went on to become part owner of his adopted team. In 2016, Pride was selected as one of only 30 artists to perform on Forever Country, celebrating 50 years of the Country Music Association Awards. In the same year, he received the Master Award from the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. Four years later, Pride received the Willie Nelson Lifetime Achievement Award, the Country Music Association's highest accolade in recognition of his work. Pride died aged 86 from complications related to COVID-19 on the 12th of December 2020, but not before he was able to sing Kiss an Angel Good Morning one last time at the Country Music Association Awards show in November. It is fitting he sang this as a duet to a television audience of millions with rising black country music star Jimmy Allen. As Pride himself wrote in his 1994 memoir, we're not colorblind yet, but we've advanced a few paces, and I like to think that I've contributed something to that. And so in closing... We commemorate Charlie Frank Pride. Thank you for listening. The Commemorate Podcast. Read by Adam Roach. Written by Andy Case. Edited by Tom Austin Morgan. Follow us on Twitter at CommemoratePod1. And don't forget, five-star reviews will help keep these histories alive. Thank you.